Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likute Halachas, Yoradeya Chelek Sheni, Hilchas Orla, Halacha Dalid, Paragraph Vov. <coughs> we dedicate the learning today, Li Nishmas, Rebeliezer, Rebnos Nyakov, Yentefradl Bas, Rabbi Shvarye, Harini Kaporas Mishkovon, and Tsipko Rivka Bas, Rabbi Hillel, Zahavaleya Bas, Rebavrom, and Leiloi Nishmas, all those that need an Eloi Nishama, and for a complete Rafur Shalema for all those that need it, including Hindesheva Bas Rochel, Chavivachana Bas Galia, Rochel Bas Galia, Noyenachama Bas Galia, Shimon Eliezer Ben Rochel, Yaakov Yeshua Ben Freindel Rechel, Shlomen Issa Ben Mazalav, Ram David Ben Chana, David Ben Behir, Shendel Bas Yehudis Ruchama Bas Chavarus, Sor Avivilana Bas Yuspendel, Sor Rochel Bas Yuspendel, Gittigenendel Bas Sipoira, Lebalea Bas Sipoira, Michal Sora Bas Hadasa, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Menachem Ben Rishabasha, Chaim Arye Ben Brocha, David Lei Ben Shena, Avigail Brocha Bas Shira Dvoira, Borach Mordechai Ben Tali, Nas Yehuda Ben Tali, Ruvei Mordechai Ben Chana, Bas Yekela Bas Amalia Malka, Fruma Bas Genessa, Aviva Chaya Bas Esther Mindel, Daniel Boruch Ben Sora, Shloyla Ben Rivka Sprinza, Yente Sora Bas Chanarus, David Michal Ben Chanarus, Moshe Mendel Ben Leia, Besorch Lei Ben Zhenya, Besorch Sharchol Yisrael. We're continuing <coughs> on the on the, on the halacha, which is based on chapter one in the second half of Likud Yimran, where Rav Nassazal started speaking about the topic of the beginning. Where does a person start from? And he, he stressed that the beginning, the real beginning, is Rosh Hashanah, and spoke about that a little bit. And now Rav Nassazal is going to go into this topic in general, about a person knowing where to start from. The fact that it's difficult for a person to find their way in trying to come close to Hashem, and especially in trying to do tshuva, is because of two reasons. Number one, the sin of Adam Arishain, and number two, our own sins. <coughs> That's what has caused this tremendous confusion about what derech to take and, and which where to go. To the point where it's difficult to find our way in coming close to Hashem. Because the concept, concept of tshuva means to return. Return something to where it was originally. Bebchinas, <clears throat> as the Zohar Kodesh says, Zarka, we have the musical note Zarka in, in the Torah, <clears throat> which is like a, an S, the letter S, sideways. It starts off at a certain point, and it goes down, and it goes up above to the, where it was originally, and comes back down to exactly where it was in the beginning. Zarko de isderikas la asara des natilas mitaman, where something is moved to the to back to the place where it originally came from. As Rabbi Nezal speaks about this in the beginning of chapter thirty-five in Likutim Oran. But unfortunately, due to our many sins, our own sins and the sins of all the generations, it's very difficult for us to find our place, our original place. And to know how to get back to that place from which our neshamas originally came from. And this will explain why in the story of Eoiv, where Eoiv went through tremendous, tremendous tests, tremendous suffering, 
and he held strong for a period of time, not complaining at all, not saying anything against Hashem's judgment. And at one point, he couldn't contain himself anymore, and he started having doubts about, do I really deserve all of this suffering? And he was maharer achar midoisav, you know, having thoughts, chas v'shalom, about the midois of Hashem. So the Navi says there that Hashem said to him, Where were you when I created the world, when I established the world? You have questions about me? You think you could understand everything about me? Were you around when I first created the world? Vidosh Rabbi Senuzal and the Medrash says on this Pasuk, the Pasuk uses this word Eifoi. Eifoi means where. Where Eifo Shelcha Heichon Hoisa Ba'odom The Medrash gives another interpretation of this Pasuk. Where was your peace? Where was your portion? <coughs> When in inside of Adam Arishain, Ki Adam Arishain, do you know where your portion was inside of Adam Arishain? Ki Adam Arishain, Hayakol Mikol Hanishamois. Because the Torah tells us that Adam Arishain was a composite of all the different souls. Vishwaloise Kodishbrohu, Hashem was asking Eoiv, Hashem was asking Eoiv, do you know your location within Adam Arishain, within this large building called Adam Arishain? Vikamuva Mizeh Bikisve Arizal Barichus Besefer Hagilgulim, Hagdoma Gimel. And as the Arizal expounds on this in the in his Sefer Shar Hagilgulim. In the third chapter, Ayin Shom, where the Arizal explains this concept that Odom Arishon was a composite of all the different Neshamois, and some Neshamois were associated, connected to the eye of Odom Arishon, some to the ear, some to the right payer, some to the left payer, etc., etc. And that has, depending on where a person's Neshama is, in many cases, that determined to what degree that neshama was involved and participated in the Pegam of Adam Arishan. So Hashem was asking, Exactly. What Hashem was really implying in this question was, He was asking Eoiv, did you succeed in doing a complete tshuva, which means loshuv el to plug back into, to connect back into the place where your neshama originated from? And since Hashem knew that Eoiv did not have all of this knowledge, Eoiv did not know exactly where his connection was within this structure called Odom Arishon, that implies that Eoiv had not yet succeeded in doing complete tshuva, which means to plug back into, to reconnect to the place where his soul originated from. Since he doesn't even know, he doesn't know that place. And because Yoiv had not yet done a complete tshuva, that's why he was experiencing and going through everything that he was going through. And here's what Rav Nassazal explains. Because everything that each and every single person goes through, all the different circumstances that people go through, some people have difficulty in looking for a wife, some people have difficulty in having children, some people have difficulty in educating their children, some people have difficulty in parnosa. All the different struggles that people have. One person is an orphan, Lawalena, that a parent passed away when the person was a young age. All of these different circumstances that Hashem does to each and every one of us, Hakoil Litoivasai, is really all for our benefit. Kedei Lahashivoi Lederechayosha. It's all about Hashem helping us and directing us 
to be able to return to the right path. And Hashem sets up all kinds of different circumstances and situations in a person's life based on Hashem's knowing exactly where each person's place is. And because of that, Hashem has to evolve all of these different kinds of circumstances and different situations that a person has to go through. First, they're living in this area. Then they move to a different location. First, the person has a job here. Then they have to get a different job. All of this in order to help a person get to their tikkun. And since there's just about no one that knows every single Jew's place, where every person's place is, where their origin is in other Mauritian, number one, and, and why each and every person is going through all of these different changes and different moves and everything, Therefore, it's impossible for us to understand the ways of Hashem. Why is Hashem doing this to me? And for this reason also, it's very difficult for a person to find the beginning. How do I start? because none of us know our place we don't know where exactly our path and how we connect into the big picture because the Medrash tells us the Gemara tells us that when Odom Arishim committed this sin parts of Odomarishan fell from him, like became disjointed, disconnected from him. The Sifrei Kabbalah say this means that many of those Nishamais, all of those Nishamais that were inside of Odomarishan, many took leave. They left and they went in all kinds of different directions. Venezbalbel Mekoimamoi. And everyone's locations, everyone's place got completely messed up, completely confused. That's one reason. And so too, as a result of each and every person's sins, that causes the person this relocation, this bilbul, this confusion of not knowing where am I and where is my, pl- where is my place. Alkain, therefore, it's impossible for a person to really get started in the tikkun of their tshuva without the help, without coming close to and receiving guidance and help from the true tzadikim. They are attached to the throne of Hashem. As Rabbi Nezal speaks about this in the beginning of that chapter on the Kutimran that this halach is based on, when Moshe Rabbeinu went up to heaven to get the Torah, and the malachim there started shooting fire at him and saying, what are you doing here? What's the human being doing up here? Get out of here. And, and Moshe Rabbeinu was afraid. Hashem said to Moshe Rabbeinu, grab onto my throne and they won't be able to harm you. You won't have to be afraid of the jealousy of the Malachim. And Rabbi Nezal explains there in the Kutumram, what Hashem was saying was grab on to the roots of all the Jewish Neshamais, because all of the Jewish Neshamais are rooted in the throne of Hashem. And remember, we learned in the previous year that the throne Hashem is the root of all Neshamais, and Chava and Adam are the beginning of all Neshamais. <clears throat> these true tzaddikim who are totally connected to the kisiyakovoid who are totally connected to the source to the roots of all the Jewish neshamas they are qualified to make Rosh Hashanah because they are connected to Hashem 
to such a degree that just like Hashem is called Mekoymoy Shaloylam, Hashem is called the place of the entire world, that the world exists inside of Hashem. Hashem is not in the world, the world is inside of Hashem, Kav These tzaddikim are also Bechinas Mekoymoy Shaloylam, the Yoidim Mokoim Kol Echod V'Echod Mitchila Vad And these tzaddikim know every single Jew's place from the beginning, from the time of Adam Arishan, till the end. They are qualified. They know how to make Rosh Hashanah. What does that mean, make Rosh Hashanah? Rosh Hashanah is judgment day. These tzaddikim know, by understanding every person's place, they know how to judge everybody favorably. Because remember, the Mishnah says in Pirkei Avos, Al toden es chavercha et shetagia lemekoymoy. Kimavur batorazoshon, as Rabbi Nezal explains there. The Mishnah says, you cannot judge anyone until you can put yourself in that person's place. Until you understand exactly where that person is at. And what circumstances that person has that make them, that put them into the position they're in. That's everyone, everyone, except Hashem. Hashem is Mekoymoy Shaloylam. Hashem does know everybody's place. And because Hashem knows everybody's place, Hashem is able to judge people Hashem knows, we say in the morning, Ki hu yoda yitzreinu. Hashem knows what I'm up against. Hashem knows each and every one of our Yetzirahs. He knows where we come from, our, ba- our family background, and all kinds of different circumstances that affect who we are and how successful we are in our Yiddishkeit and how unsuccessful. So Hashem, who is Mekoymoy Shaloylam, Hashem knows every person's Mokoym, and the Tzadikim, who grab onto the Kisiyakovoy, who attach themselves to the Kisiyakovoy, they also know every person's place where the person originates from the Kisei These tzaddikim, they also know how to judge everybody favorably and how to make Rosh Hashanah, which is the beginning of the tshuva process. It's the beginning of the ten days of tshuva. Dahainu hascholas tshuva. Because these tzaddikim are able to defend every Jew and are able to find favor in every single Jew based on that person's place. They know that even if the person is the worst of the worst, they have the ability to bring that person into Kafschus, to judge that person favorably, to find a way to defend that person, and thereby bring the person close to Hashem. Last night, I had the privilege of giving a shir in a home in Yerushalayim, a whole group of people that were there, and a person came over to me after the shir, a person, a religious person who has a wife and kids, and about three, four years ago, this person made a bris, a pidyan aben, and I traveled to get there to participate, and he mentioned that it was an incredible, incredible good feeling for him that I, I, I went as far to travel, to come, to participate, and I spoke there, and Baruch Hashem, it was received well, etc., etc. And he showed me a picture of what he looked like three years ago, three, four years ago. He looked like a regular yeshiva guy with a hat and a black suit and everything. And I saw, and, and he was a full, full person, weight-wise. He, I saw him last night. He introduced himself and told me who he was. I couldn't believe my eyes. He had lost 80 pounds. And he wasn't super, super heavy. He was heavy. But he, now he was a thin person and looked completely different, looked a little bit more on the modern side. But he was at the shear, participating, asking questions, everything. He mentioned to me that uh, uh, at, one, at a point in time, somebody came over to him and saw the way he was putting on his tefillin, and he said to him, 
You haven't put on tefillin in your life even once. You never put on tefillin in your life because you made a mistake in how you were wearing it. And because of that, you never, it's like you never put on tefillin. And he told me this crushed him. Imagine hearing, hearing those words. Imagine somebody telling you that kind of thing. And, and it reminded me of what we're learning now, that Rabbi Nezal defines the tzaddikim amitim, the tzaddikim amitim are the ones who know how to defend Jews, not how to prosecute Jews, not how to tell a Jew you're nothing, and, and your mitzvahs are nothing and that kind of thing. It's very, very, very rare that a true tzaddik will, will make that kind of statement or have reason to make that kind of statement because we know what's going to happen. There were many Jews, that, many kids that were told, you're nothing, you're a failure, you'll never be anybody. And the kid went off and became a failure, Rahman. And the kid went off to drugs, all kinds of terrible, terrible things. And we find the Torah tells us about Elio Anavi, one of the greatest tzaddikim that ever lived, that ever lived and continues to live. That Elianovi at one point when the Jews were worshipping idols, and Hashem, he came to Hashem and he said, Hashem, the Jews have left their commitment to you. And Hashem said, just for that, you're going to be at every single bris. You're going to attend every single bris mila. There'll be a kisei shel Eliyahu at every bris mila, number one. And number two, prepare your student Elisha Navi to take over. And the Zohar Kodesh says that the reason for this was that Hashem says, I don't need tzaddikim to prosecute Jews. We have a malach that does a very good job. A tzaddik, what I'm looking for in a tzaddik is to defend Jews, to be malamed tzchus on Jews. That's what I want to see from tzaddikim. And Rav Nosenzal gives us the example with Moshe Rabbeinu of exactly what we're learning here now, where at the end, again, first of all, the Gemara tells us that when it comes to giving rebuke, the tzaddikim waited usually till right before they were going to pass away. Because this item of toichacha is so delicate, so delicate, when you have to tell people about the bad things they've done, that Yaakov Avinu waited till right before he was about to pass away. In Parshas Vayechi, that's where he gives rebuke to Ruvain, to Shimon and Levi, etc., etc. Moshe Rabbeinu also waited all the way to the end of his life, shortly before he was about to pass away. In the beginning of Chumash Dvarim, it says there, Eila Hadvarim Ashadibar Moshe. These are the words of Toichacha, which Moshe Rabbeinu spoke to the Jewish people. And if you look there, you don't see any rebuke. It just mentions a list of locations. Bamidbar, Boarava, Moelsuf. So the, 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 the Medrash explains that Moshe didn't want to put it in their face. He didn't want to tell them, remember you worship the Eger? You remember that? So he just mentioned the location. Mentioning the location was a, a gentler way of saying it in a way that wasn't as harsh, wasn't as insulting, wasn't as degrading. That's one reason it's given. And Rav Nassim Giz takes it another step further. Moshe Rabbeinu was mentioning the location to remind Hashem. Hashem, they weren't in Meisharim. They weren't in Lakewood. They weren't in a... They were in the desert. They were, they were in places like this where the place, the place that they were in made them very vulnerable and susceptible to making mistakes, to making all of these mistakes, committing all of these sins. So this is again an incredible example of the Toichacha of Moshe Rabbeinu, where in the Toichacha he was defending them by mentioning the locations. In each case he was showing Hashem, it's the location that had a lot to do with, with what went on, with any mistakes that they made. Because this is the real benefit. We're talking about benefiting a person. This is the greatest benefit that we find in a person in order to help turn that person toward to a revival to bring that person into actual kafschus, in order to help that person do a complete tshuva. Ki chutz mizeh ha-koil hovel. Because other than that, 
It's all nonsense. There's no real benefit and goodness in this world other than a goodness that's going to help a person come close to Hashem. When we talk about helping a person, benefiting a person, really benefiting a person is only when you when you help a person with doing a favor, a, a real favor that's an eternal favor. To help that person get to their true potential, to their true success. And therefore, most definitely, this that the tzaddikim are the ones who are qualified to make Rosh Hashanah, which means to judge people. They judge everybody based on their place, based on where the person is at, understanding where each and every person is at. What's so special about that? What's special about that is that by the tzaddik doing this, he actually brings the person to a side, to a positive place. And by doing that, they infuse the person with genuine thoughts and desires for tshuva. And this is why we actually see this in real life. That on Rosh Hashanah and throughout Aseres Yimei even those Jews who throughout the year are far, some of them are not, not, they don't keep Shabbos and everything, but they know about the high holidays. They know about Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and many of them have thoughts of connecting to Hashem. And everybody, everybody who comes to Shulza, they cry out to Hashem from the depth of their hearts. They join in the singing on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. They, Where is that coming from? Where are those feelings coming from? Those feelings are coming from the true tzaddikim who know how to make Rosh Hashanah. By these tzaddikim knowing and understanding each and every one of those people where, where they're coming from. And, and as a result of knowing that, they're able to judge everyone favorably, and thereby they actually bring everybody to a place of kafschus where Hashem looks at us favorably. And this infuses into the people thoughts of tshuva, thoughts of wanting to connect to Hashem, and the tzaddikim enlighten the people and they give them the, the, the insights that they need and the advice that they need and they show them where to start from in order to go on the path of tshuva. Of which surely the most important part of this is is about crying to Hashem from the depth of one's heart. That's the essence and the main, the main part of Rosh Hashanah this crying out to Hashem, that even those people who go to shul during the year, and they daven, but Rosh Hashanah, the Shulchan Aruch says, ratchet up. Let's hear some noise. Let's hear people davening louder and putting more emotion into it. And out of all the different times, the most important time is Rosh Hashanah. That's the top. That's the beginning. That's when everybody makes a true start. What's the true start? 
Shehu litzoy kel Hashem me'oymek haleiv, to cry out to Hashem from the depth of our heart. Bechinas mimamakim kerosicho Hashem, as we recite this special chapter of Tehillim, chapter 130, on Rosh Hashanah, in the davening, saying that we're calling out Hashem mimamakim, from the depth of our heart. Me'imke amokim, from the deepest of the deep. V'cholze, meaning even even from the lowest places. V'cholze nimshach al kolechad m'Yisrael, migedoyle hatzadikim. And where are these feelings coming from? What's, what's bringing these people to shul on Rosh Hashanah? What's getting them to join in? And all of those feelings are coming from the greatest of the tzaddikim, sheyoidim mokoim kolechad v'yechad, who are the ones who know and understand each and every person's place, sheheim donen akol kavzchus, they judge everybody favorably, veheim oisem Rosh Hashanah. They are the ones who make Rosh Hashanah. Now, a person would say that, but can people say, kind of, Hashem makes, what are you talking about, Tzadikim? Go give me this Tzadikim stuff. Hashem makes Rosh Hashanah. There's a Gemara or a Medrash that says that the Malachim come to Hashem and ask Hashem, when is Rosh Hashanah? When is Judgment Day? And Hashem says to them, what are you asking me for? I'm not going to decide it. When the rabbis downstairs, when they declare Rosh Chodesh, that's when Rosh Hashanah will be. So Kaviochel Hashem says, they're the ones in charge. I have given them the authority, the tzaddikim. They're the ones, they, they are the bezna, and they're the, the, the deciders. And again, it's from Rosh Hashanah. That's the real beginning of everyone's tshuva. And this is why it's so important to travel to true tzaddikim on Rosh Hashanah. Because it's from them that we draw, we receive the real holiness of Rosh Hashanah. Because even those people who are far from tzaddikim, and they don't travel to tzaddikim, kulam mekablem mehem kedushas Rosh Hashanah. All of those people are also receiving from the tzaddikim the holiness of Rosh Hashanah, shehu his oyrus ha which is the inspiration to do tshuva. Avol bevadai kol mi shemeskarvem aleim venoisem aleim Rosh Hashanah, but obviously and most definitely those people who make a major effort to come close to tzaddikim and they travel to the tzaddikim for Rosh Hashanah, Bevadai heim iker hamekablem kedushas Rosh Hashanah. They are the, the the main ones who receive the holiness of Rosh Hashanah. Shenimshach rak mehatzadikim, which comes only via the tzaddikim. Paragraph Zayin, Nimtza, sheiker haroish vahascholo humei Rosh Hashanah. So once again, what we've stated here clearly is that the main beginning is from Rosh Hashanah, the main starting point. And what is it about Rosh Hashanah that, that's, that tells us that this is the beginning? Because the starting point in tshuva in general is crying out to Hashem, calling out to Hashem from the depths of one's heart. And that beginning extends through to the entire year. Just like when a person starts a machine, starts a car, we've mentioned this many times. To start a car takes a certain extra energy, much, much more energy and power than when the car is in motion to keep it going. If you have the right start of the car, then the car drives beautifully. If the start isn't, isn't healthy or proper, obviously it's going to affect the whole trip. So that the effects of Rosh Hashanah are felt throughout the entire year by any person who comes to do tshuva at any time. 
שעיקר הסחלוסוים מבחינת ראש השנה. The starting point is, is ראש השנה. היינו מבחינת ממעמקים כרוסיכה. What is ראש השנה? ראש השנה is a time when we're calling out to Hashem from the depths of our heart. היינו ליצוי כלשם יספורך מעומק הלב ממוקם שהוא. For a person to cry out to Hashem, to call out to Hashem from the depths of their heart, from wherever the person is at. ועוז יורא לו השם יספורך הדרך לתשובה. And if a person does this, then Hashem will definitely show the person the path to tshuva, and Hashem will show the person exactly how to get started in their journey of coming close to Hashem. And this is also what the Pasuk is referring to. Rabbi Nezal quotes this Pasuk at the end of the chapter in Likud Imran that this halach is based on. Chapter 1 in the second half of Likud Imran, which we said is a Rosh Hashanah Torah, Rabbi Nezal gave that shir on Rosh Hashanah. He spoke for a few hours, possibly. And at the end, towards the end, he quotes this pasuk and interprets it. And Rabbi Nezal is going to give us a, a, a clear interpretation of this pasuk also. The pasuk says in Yirmiyanavi, Kisei kovoid, moroim meirishoim, mekoim mikdoshenu. Kisei kovoid, the honorable throne of Hashem, that's the roots of all the Jewish neshamos. That's called the place of the world. <clears throat> That's the roots, the beginning of all of everyone. That's the place from which all of us originate from. This throne of Hashem, which is the roots of all Jewish souls, which is the place of the world, is Moroi Meirishain, Shehu Meroimom, it's above the beginning of each and every single person. Which is the place of every single person. Because all of the beginnings of each and every person, which means your starting point, where you originate from, hakol kol sham, all of it is included there in the kisei hakavoyim. Kihu bechinas mekoymoy shaloylam, because Hashem is called the place of the world, ve'ein ho'ilam mekoymoy. The world is not the place of Hashem. Hashem is the place of the world, like we said before. The, the, Hashem is not inside the world, the world is inside Hashem, Kaviochel. <clears throat> and again, the Kisya Kavoid is Hashem. The throne of this throne is Hashem, Kaviochel. Nimsa, Shehumaroima, Mikol, Horatius, Vascholo, Shokolechel. So this is above the individual beginnings of each and every single person. Shehumokoim Kolechel, because this is the place of every person. Kikol Hamekoimo is Klimboi. All places are included in it. And it's above all places. Which are the beginnings of each and every single different person. When a person says, where are you from? Where you're from means, where do you originate from? Where is your... I was born in here. I was born over there. That's, that's where a person is from. And that's where a person is coming from. <coughs> And that's what affects a lot about a person. We know that Hashem said to Avram Avinu, Lech lecha me'artzecha, u'mimoyladetecha, u'mibesavicha, el ha'oretz asherareka. I want you to leave your country. I want you to leave your birthplace. I want you to leave your, your family, the home of your family. And, and the Mephor, Rav Nosan Sal explains, these are all different. His country was Chutzlaretz. 
and 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 the his moiladetcha the place he was born was the culture that he grew up in and besavicha is his family the place of the culture of ramavina grew up in was idol worship wall to wall idol worship and his family his father was a distributor of idol his father was a wholesaler of idol worship and Hashem told him, I want you to leave all of that and come to the unknown El Ha'oretz Asherka, the land that I'm going to show you, not even telling him where the land was. But again, Hashem is showing, and Avram Avinu is representative, the Zohar Kodesh says, Avram there represents every single Jew. That Hashem says to every single Jew who, who is coming from distant places, I understand, I know where you're at, and I know that in order for you to come close to Kedusha, you're going to have to make major, major moves. You're going to have to leave your country. You have to leave that culture that you grew up with. And, and you're going to have to leave your family. Now, obviously, there's levels and levels of this. This doesn't mean that every single person, in order to be religious, has to disconnect, disengage from their family, etc., etc. It depends on the person. It depends on the family. It depends on a lot of different circumstances where, again, a person needs the guidance of tzaddikim to know when to leave the country, when to leave the, when to, when and how to leave the culture that I grew up in, the dress mode, all the different factors. And again, when a person has to take leave of the family, to, to the family that they grew up with in order to really get close to Hashem. V'zehu mekoim mikdoshenu, and the Pasuk finishes, mekoim mikdoshenu. Shalidei bechinas kisei kovoi, bechinas mekoim oishaloylam, v'chulo, a'yidei zeh yechoilen lekadesh mekoim kol echad v'yechad. By connecting to the Kisya kovoi, to the shorish neshamas Yisroel, and, and, and realizing the haschol and through this, a person can be mekadesh their mokoim. Al yidei sheyoide mokoim kol echad v'yechad mehechanu nimshach. By a tzaddik knowing each and every single person's place, where they come from. Shayidei zei yecholon ladun al-kavzchus. Once the tzaddik knows that, he's able to judge every person favorably. V'lim tzoyloi pesach lechuva and to find an opening for that person to be able to do tshuva. And to define and show and teach the person the place and the path that that person needs to do tshuva. Through this, the tzaddik can sanctify and make holy the place of each and every single person, by the fact that the tzaddik knows and understands each and every single person's place. Through that, the tzaddik knows how to judge every person favorably. And the tzaddik helps each and every person do a complete tshuva, based on that person's place. We mentioned many times that when Moshe Rabbeinu was about to leave the world and he was asking Hashem to provide a replacement for him, he says there, Ish Asheruach Boy, that the, the qualification to be the leader of Klal Yisrael is he has to be Ish Asheruach Boy, a person who has the divine spirit in him. And Rashi there quotes the Gemara, it means... A person who understands every different person, every different Jew, and knows how to relate properly to every single different Jew. I've mentioned an example many times that you can have a, a class, a teacher teaching students. One student gets a 95 on the test, and the teacher says to the student, I, I can see that you didn't study. I can see that you didn't really try because I know your capabilities. I know you. If you would have studied, if you were paying attention, really studied, the, the minimum you would have gotten was 100 on the test or 100 plus, you would have gotten extra credit. And another student who gets a 60 on the test and the, the teacher will go over to the student and compliment them. I see you really tried very hard. I know, 
I know where you were at. I know this is the first time you're, you're taking a test. And, and I know your capabilities and everything. This is really an indication that you have tremendous potential. That, that if you continue, you're going to be a star. You're going to be very successful. Any questions? Question in the chat. Does this happen today through our attachment, our hiskashrus tzaddikim at all times beyond Rosh Hashanah? The answer is yes. That's what Rav Nassim mentioned earlier when he said that the main haschol is Rosh Hashanah, but he said that Rosh Hashanah shines into the entire year. <clears throat> so, and and, and, and Rav Nassim said the way, one of the ways that we connect to that is the, the way we connect to it on Rosh Hashanah, through that tzaoka me'oymek halev, so that throughout the year, when a person turns that on, that tzaoka me'oymek halev, they're connecting to that power of Rosh Hashanah. Now, Rav Nassim Zal adds, paragraph ches, u'bishvilzeh noisim al kivrei tzadikim b'Rosh Hashanah. And this explains also why the Shulchan Aruch tells us about the importance of going to kivrei tzadikim on Erev Rosh Hashanah. But Rav Nassim Zal here uses the terminology, we travel to kivrei tzadikim for Rosh Hashanah. He means, he means, for the holiday of Rosh Hashanah, but again, especially Erev Rosh Hashanah is the time that the Avoida is at the Kever of the Tzaddik. On Rosh Hashanah, the Avoida is close by. It doesn't ha- it's not in the cemetery. It's not in the cemetery. It's in a shul that's in close proximity in that same area. Ki b'mekoim menuchas shom klulim kol because just like we said before, that the Kisei HaKovoid is a composite of all the Jewish souls, all the Jewish souls originate from there, from there. the Kever of a Tzaddik has a similar property. There is included all the places of every single person. Ki Menuchosoi, Shom because the place where a tzaddik is buried, the resting place of a tzaddik, that place has the holiness of the kisei hakavod, which is the inheritance, the the nachala of a tzaddik. as it says clearly in Shmuel Anavi, in the tefillah of Chana, the kisei kavod yanchilim. Hashem will give the tzaddikim, Hashem gives the tzaddikim the kisei hakovoid. That's their nachala, that's their inheritance, that's their place. V'yalkein shom hu bechinas And therefore, by the kever of a tzaddik, that also is this concept of the place of the world. V'yochel kolechod And therefore, each and every person can find their place over there. The Hashem is Borach. And as a result of, by knowing my place, I know exactly what, what my path is to getting close to Hashem. We'll hold it over here for now. Rab Nassim we're in the middle of a paragraph, in the middle of paragraph Ches. Rab Nassim now is going to explain the Posik in Parshas Vezois Habrocha, where it speaks about the burial place of Moshe Rabbeinu. And Rav Nosson is going to show from there exactly how this is the case, how the kever of a tzaddik is bechinas kisei akovoid. It has that same property of a, a source, a control room for all the neshamos of Klal Yisrael, where a person can connect to their roots and, and, re, and realize their path to coming close to Hashem. Shebezoich etemunas tzaddikim and to have the right connection to the tzaddikim, and, and they should bring about the, the complete tikkun and the, the final geula with the coming of Moshiach. Question in the chat. Does Rav Nosanzal mean Uman specifically or many different Kivrei Tzadikim? The answer is, he used the word he, he used a plural term. So an, an example of this would be Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochoi in Meiron. The, the, and when the Jews, the Breslavers who lived in Poland, when they couldn't get to Uman, they would go to, in, in Lublin, they would go to the kever of Rabbi Tzadik, of the Choyzeme Lublin, 
on Erev Rosh Hashanah. You know, for a person who is connected to Rabbein Azal, the first choice is obviously Uman, when that's possible. And if not, to connect to Kivrei Tzadikim. The Shul, again, the Shulchan Aruch says, Erev Rosh Hashanah is a time when we go to Kivrei Tzadikim to ask Hashem to help us, to give us a good year based on the merit of the Tzadikim. And we have in mind that by going to them, we also want them to join in in our tefillos, to join in in our tefillos for the, for the bracha of the new year. Baruch Hashem. Yes. How do we access the orot that we got from Kivrei Sadiqim? Like we went to Uma, we got these amazing orot. But how, how do you access that on a, on a, during the year or a daily basis? One way is by, by remembering it. Rabbein Azal writes in a chapter in the Kutaman, quoting the Balshemtoy, wherever a person's mind is, that's where the person is. A person could, when they're davening Shmonet, when in Tfil in general, put themselves in a certain place. A person could put themselves at the Kotel Maravi. A person could put themselves at the Marasama Pela. A person could put themselves in Uman, in these places, number one. And number two, when we say Hareini Makasher, that's one of the reasons why we have a custom in Breslov before a feel of saying, I'm hereby attaching myself to all the Tzadikim Shebedoreinu and all the Tzadikim Amitim Shochneof or all the living, physically living Tzadikim and all the Tzadikim that are buried. And I have in mind that I'm connecting. I'm connecting to the Tzadikim who are buried that I, I want to make a connection to. We mentioned that on, in the holiest day of the week, Shabbos, at the holiest time on Shabbos, Shabbos at Mincha, at the end of the paragraph, the main paragraph in Shmon Esrei, we say, that at their resting place, they sanctify your name, Hashem. And the Arizal says, when a person says that sentence, they're supposed to have in mind that I'm connecting to the ten great tzaddikim, the Asor Ahuruge Malchius, Rabbi Akiva and his friends, who died al Kiddush Hashem. And my Rabbi, Rabbi once told me, and we, we have in mind, I'm connecting to the 30,000 martyrs, the Kiddushim, that, that were murdered in Oman, which was one of the main reasons that we know of that Rabbi Nezal chose that location to be buried there among these 30,000 people who made such an incredible Kiddush Hashem people who went willingly to their death to sanctify the name of Hashem. Today, we see this happening every day. We see Jews volunteering or Jews going to fight our enemies, Rahman al-San, knowing that they're risking their lives, that they know that there's a possibility that they won't come back, and they're doing it for Hashem's kavod, for, for Eretz Yisrael, for Am Yisrael. That, that it should bring about the final goal of Bimhera Biameno Amen Amen.